Hello and welcome to Coffee Lovers Radio. Joseph here with Jesse. We're at Conduit Coffee. Howdy. Have, howdy. We have uh, Andy Liu with us from last week uh, with Decafino. Hello. Thank you for joining us again. Thank you for your invitation. Yes, and we have our old wonderful friend, John Liberty. The real. The real, real John. John. Wow. He's not even oh. standing up. The real, <laughs> the John, real John Liberty. Does yeah. John know about fake John? Yeah, yeah, I know about fake John. I've listened work, to him. Yeah. I've listened to him. Yeah. Yeah. Do you wake up panicking? Yeah. He's going to take over your entire identity? <laughs> you know, he definitely knows a lot about coffee. <laughs> and if you see his new haircut, That's how you know he's a fake it's, John. it's pretty close. I've, I, I've seen him in real life. He does exist. <laughs> um, he, do, he does a good John. He does a good John. Well, he yeah. used to do a good John. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Last he He said he said he had to retire. He oh. Said he had to retire. Can't yeah. can't do the yeah. Man. Yeah. The cell structure in his throats. <laughs> Whatever spreadsheet <laughs> told him he can't do it anymore. Yeah. What is espresso? Oh, what is espresso? I mean, to me, espresso is uh, coming out of an espresso machine generally, and it's uh, it's a very dense form of coffee extracted coffee mm. i remember when i first started off in coffee and i just had this impression that espresso was just a more bitter more concentrated form of the dirty bitter black water that i was drinking it basically <laughs> is uh but it's not <laughs> no it really it totally isn't because right i mean uh, short I answer mean, yes long answer absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess short answer for context of that time in my life as well is uh, it would have been for the nasty coffee that I was drinking. Right. But once you add good coffee to the mix and good processes, it changes. So we have a lot to say about espresso, I think. We kind of do. Um, there's a kind of a an espresso with an S, not mm. espresso. Should, should I should I jump in with the context for the let's define it first okay sure i mean it's easy because i'm just looking at my computer here so espresso strong black coffee made by forcing steam through ground coffee beans uh espresso is a coffee uh, espresso is coffee of italian origin brewed by expressing expressing (laughs) (laughs) expressing (laughs) forcing small amount of nearly boiling water under pressure through finely ground coffee beans um obviously pressure is the biggest component of espresso and i think it's really important before we get too far into this that espresso is a method it's mm-hmm. not a roast. Like yeah. it's been traditionally kind of confused. We deal with this all the time that it's, that espresso is not necessarily, especially this day and age, is not necessarily anything having to do with the roast degree. That you have a light espresso, a dark espresso. That that's espresso yeah. is a method. And you can put any kind of coffee through an espresso machine. Yeah, marketers have really kind of warped the uh, perception of what espresso is uh, by selling espresso beans for so many years. Right. Uh, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a lot of things in the espresso method that kind of lend themselves, just like any coffee that lend themselves to a darker roast, that there's mm-hmm. a lot more consistency. And and um, so for me, I guess this is what I say on tours, is that espresso is essentially putting all the all the variables of coffee, everything that's in coffee, espresso is putting all that stuff into a pressure cooker. That it's, that it's extracting everything that you're getting out of a pour over, but you're getting it in like, you know, 30 to 40 seconds, basically. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot going on there. And so, At a much higher ratio. Or lower ratio? Yeah, much much lower ratio. Yeah. Yeah. But much more, much more grounds to the amount of water you're using. Of course, yeah. yeah. Like, um, yeah, it's about one to three that you're putting in. So you get about one to one or uh, two to one out. Um, right. So, but it's, it's basically putting all that. So you're, it's, you can extract all the good, all the bad, all the attitude and everything out of that. Mm-hmm. So it really kind of like will identify um, all the great things in the coffee and all the 
all the mistakes in the roasting, all the mistakes in the proportions of the brewing, anything the barista full dynamic done. range. Right, exactly. I mean, that leads me to say, and I'll just put it out here now, that I think espresso is the most overrated way to taste coffee. I think <laughs> that we put so much emphasis on yeah. on on espresso as like a good light roast and going to and getting a shot of espresso. I think it's I think it's the most overrated way because you're putting all those variables into a pressure cooker and anything, any one of those could mess that up. Mess up like the final product coming out. Right. And yeah. Um, so part of the reason for this topic is is a little discussion that I ran into on the on the YouTube channel where, um, <laughs> where it's good to I'm have you back, listening. John. I'm just listening. No, you, you, I know I make funny faces, but you, you look funny with, when you're listening. I, I agree to everything you guys said. I, I mean, I'm just going to record. You just sound better when you guys say it. I mean, I would tell somebody that didn't know, and they say, "Well, here I am." Clearly, you don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, Whereas I, I can say I, the same thing. You're like, oh. I know it sounds like you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah so uh, this started because you got into a fight on right. the internet. Uh, a fight on the internet. Because those are the best kind of fights to uh, get into. Not so much. Yeah, <laughs> fight, fight is a little bit of an overstatement. But uh, so I did. I did a video on making espresso with your AeroPress, which uh, espresso purists, shall we call them? Uh, maybe we could say espresso elitists would take issue. I mean, it's with a literalist. idea of making. Hmm. Somebody literally taking that definition, calling like, I "Go finish your story." Yeah, I will finish my story. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you listen um, to me? <laughs> <laughs> because you can you make sound like you're doing it. <laughs> so you can make an espresso with an AeroPress because you can use a lot of pressure with an AeroPress. You can do exactly what you just said. You can put, you know, hot water, pressurized through grounds, and that makes an espresso. And it creates a uh, to to be more generous with all these definitions an espresso-like beverage. Uh, you could also call a mocha pot an espresso because it uses pressure. Right. It uses a low amount of pressure. It uses a lot more pressure than the AeroPress uses, though. I mean, I think that's the difference is you're not putting 125 PSI into an no. AeroPress. No, no, no. You know, that's, mean, not, that's a big difference. Without, that's the pressure cooker aspect. Not without a mechanical addition to it. Although I don't know how to measure how much pressure I use because I use a heck of a lot of pressure when I make espresso with the AeroPress. I can right. press the plunger pretty hard. Yeah, no, exactly. I, mean, I'm just I don't like, know if it's 125. Like, like video, I'm basically, <laughs> no, it's basically like totally just right. yeah, leaning yeah. entirely into it. I mean, even if you um, Which is not pounds, not like a consistent pounds. or like <laughs> no. terribly good repeatable process that everyone can do. I mean, you got to like it's time your breakfast meal with that pressure so that you weigh the same for everyone. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need a carb load for this one. <laughs> uh, but uh, but uh, there, there certainly was a, a, a viewer who took issue with the calling that espresso since it did not use like at least nine bars of pressure. You should call him out. What's his name? No. No? Okay. All right. John Liberty. Oh, it was me. <laughs> it was me the whole time. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think I... I prefer espresso that is made on a commercial machine. It's high pressure. It's well done. That's what I prefer in an espresso, but that doesn't mean that the other things aren't espresso and can't be delicious. Well, and I think you're right in saying they're espresso-like. I think you can be a purist and say that there's an espresso that comes out of it at, at a specific pressure, and that's that's fine to come up. I'm, I'm, yeah. I entertain anybody who comes up with a very specific definition like that, especially well, in I coffee, mean, where it's like, no, it's not espresso until you have 125 PSI, nine bars of pressure. But, I mean... The AeroPress and doing that that fine grind and making like a, sh a shot of coffee, mm -hmm. like you still call it a shot of coffee, and it's a, it tastes kind of like a like an espresso. You're not quite having the effect of getting everything out of it in that short amount of time, mm -hmm. and you're mostly using the 
increased surface area to extract more in a shorter amount of time. So the pressure isn't actually helping with the extraction too much, I don't think. Yeah. Whereas like the espresso, on an espresso machine, the pressure is actively... I mean, the results I was getting from it, like uh, mouthfeel-wise, mm -hmm. uh, texture, uh, dynamic of flavor, was very, very like an espresso. It, it came off like, um, if you remember the Nomad espresso machine right. that I had. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It tasted, it came off a lot like that. Yeah, I don't and know so what the Nomad the is. Nomad, Nomad is like this uh, weird, boxy... It's like if Lego made an espresso machine. Yeah, if Lego made an espresso machine, and you've got like you a little build one out of Legos. porta filter in there, and yeah. then you have a pump that you just like... It's like it, you get double-sided pump on it yeah. like that, and so it, it gets up to the... Gets up to nine bars. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then you release it, and it pushes through. So, ah, so yeah. you build up the pressure. It doesn't have any heating elements. elements. Okay, yeah. yeah. It doesn't have got, any heating elements. You have to elements. put in boiling water. Okay, yeah. but, all right. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say, all right, so was the AeroPress more consistent with your method than the espresso? Uh, than which? Than the espresso machine. Oh, never. AeroPress can't be more consistent because the, the pressure in the AeroPress is entirely dependent upon how hard I push down. How many on bagels you plunger. eat. But, yeah. Interesting. I don't know. It, it's, the, the thing is, the AeroPress costs 30 bucks. Yeah. So And a good... Entry like if you want to make a latte at home, yeah, yeah. If you want to make a latte at home, the barista touch, Breville barista touch, yeah, you could frustratingly yeah. good. You could spend a thousand dollars, or you could spend thirty and get right. Part and so there, what I love about it, and, and I, I'm I'm a little bit more of a purist, where I feel like there's a little bit more to a shot of, and I haven't done nearly as mm -hmm. much experimenting as you have because I don't do that. Um, I feel like there's a lot to, <laughs> and I, I like that. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of, of what I expect out of a shot of espresso that I haven't been able to really recreate in okay. AeroPress. Yeah, yeah. Um, that being said, I make a lot of shots of coffee in my AeroPress because I really like a small condensed mm -hmm. cup of coffee, and it comes out different. It comes out more like a more like a condensed drip coffee to me than I've certainly had that experience. And, yeah. But I, I still enjoy it. So I think the purpose of having a shot of coffee, especially for the caffeine aspect of it, like it's a great way to make one at home. Yeah, um, and you can get a decent little cup. That's true. What do you think, John? I've been using a mocha pod to get my espresso <laughs> kit. Stovetop so, espresso. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you consider um, that espresso? You know, I mean, I guess I do because or a it needs... Or a siphon. Yeah, right? Okay, so it definitely percolates. It's definitely pressured steam coming through the funnel. Um, siphon is not... That, not siphon, siphon, yeah. It's half of a siphon. It's creating pressure and pushing water up through it. Okay. But in the mocha pot, the the pressure, the pressurized water is being passed through the grounds. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that the coffee has a thicker quality to it than what I would get out of an AeroPress. But I've never really made AeroPresses as espresso. I've always made it as a mm. high pressure drip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the variabilities on the mocha pot. Once you move over to like gas heating, um, somewhere where you can control how quickly the temperature gets up and <laughs> mocha pots are hard the, to get consistent. Yeah, with well, you know, I think right now the thing I'm getting is a flavor that is related to the metal heating up the coffee grounds before the steam mm. is forming, and so I think I'm burning the coffee grounds a little bit. Huh. Do you preheat the water before putting it into I, the... I do know to preheat the hot water, but do I do it ritualistically? No. Yeah. It um, is kind of a pain in the butt to do I, that. <laughs> I mean, 
I'm I'm lucky to just keep the scales out and measure the coffee. <laughs> I, I I'm putting 17 grams of coffee in. If it's in the basket, no tamping. It cleans. How much it water off are you putting in though? 110 grams of water. Um, so I'm getting about three and a half ounces of coffee on a pour. Yeah. I lose probably two or three grams just because it either doesn't steam and it sits in the bottom and doesn't make it into the cup. Um, and then maybe some of it is just still stuck in the grounds. Um, but the pucks are coming out nice and formed. <laughs> I, I enjoy it. I, I do. You I, like, I mean, it, you like a well-formed puck? I, I, I like to be able to knock a puck out and, and just yeah. have it come out as one. Yeah. Espresso. Yeah. Uh, I think it's also important to remember why we have espresso. And I think going back to my statement about being over, like it's uh, way overrated, is that espresso was never made as a method to make great coffee. It was a method to make, make coffee faster coffee. and get yeah. back to work. I mean, it comes out of the roots of like fascism and getting the workers back. Yeah. You know, and so that's why Italian culture, you pay a tax if you sit down. You know, you stand at the bar because it's all about the espresso shot and having a small little drink and getting back to work and kind of having that quick little break. And so I think it's important to remember that those are the roots of espresso. The roots of espresso aren't in specialty coffee and making amazing coffee. And so just in the last few years, I would say that companies like Slayer and La Marzocco and Sonesso and Mavam and all those are, are actively making, like changing the espresso method a little bit just to make the well, coffee better. Cause they're definitely trying to make an art out of it, like as a way to explore coffee right. more deeply, uh, which is where you do need all of that pressure and that technology. I mean, how much has changed with everything that we've learned about coffee in the last decade? And it's how we make coffee all of years. Exactly. But we're still like often just working on the notions that it has to be 25, 125 PSI, mm. you know, but there's some basic science into that pressure. I'm sure extracting the components out of the coffee that they were able to figure out. You probably know more about this than I do, Andy, but, um, yeah, they use, they use 175 PSI for night bars and, you know, water changes their characteristic depends on the pressure. So if you, if you change the pressure, you will change the boiling point of water. So, I mean, if you switch it, you, it probably doesn't boil at 100 degrees Celsius. It probably lower or they increase. It depends on the machine. So, you know, different machines can make different mm, right. espresso. And I think that's another thing that a barista or a person who makes the coffee can play around. Yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. And flow rates and also, you know, how much water is going through in that. So just because yeah, there's a pressure doesn't mean it. And the fineness of the coffee ground also plays a big, big difference. Huge. Yeah, huge. Yeah. yeah. So every place, every place you can put uh, fine grind, fine grounds, or you can put a little bit more coarse ground in there, and it will change the coffee dramatically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what I like about the AeroPress is, is and I probably use it a lot on the tours for this purpose because it doesn't act like a pour over because it has so much surface tension with all the little holes on the bottom. Um, but then you also, you're not like a pour over, you're relying on gravity to push it down. So then the grind size and mass of the coffee makes a big difference. But with the AeroPress, you can, you're not relying on gravity to push it through. So you can use any kind of grind setting. So back mm -hmm. um, to, I guess it's not about the pressure for me in making that coffee. It's just about mm -hmm. manipulating any kind of grind size to make it work for the brew. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I'm thinking more about um, like the espresso that you get out of the mocha pot and the AeroPress and these big machines. And uh, to me, then it just comes down to what dynamic of the coffee do you want to explore? Right. Like, what do you actually want to get out of that? And I think if, even if you're not really enjoying the brew you get out of an of a espresso-style AeroPress, the fact that in your segment that you dove into that research and basically found a method with the metal filters and all that kind of stuff, like, to find a pretty darn replicable... Yeah. Something it's, similar it's super to simple too, right? Um, 
you know, so I think that that's cool. And I think that it is still definitely espresso because the purpose is trying to find, trying to match a manual brew method to something that tastes like espresso. So therefore it is kind of an espresso in that way. Cause you are ending up at the final product that. Well, I, th- I do believe I'm definitely getting some element of what uh, you like. We're talking about how uh, espresso seems to encapsulate this like wider dynamic range of coffee compared to like a drip. Um, and the, the, coffee that I get after out of using the espresso method with the AeroPress is really like oily. Like it has like the deep rich oils that espresso does. And then it also has the brightness that I would expect to. Right. So it does seem to have that dynamic range, which I wouldn't get in the usual AeroPress brewing. Um, so I think there definitely is something to right. it. Right. And a lot of that has to real. do with the surface area of the grind as well, mm-hmm. I think is what you're getting out of that. Yeah. I mean, I do use really fine grind. And then a really high pressure. Right. So, like, comparative to normal AeroPress, I don't know how much. <laughs> I should, like, maybe do it on a scale and see how many pounds I'm, like, if it is, pressing yeah. with. If it is any pounds. If it is, yeah. We have a big scale you can borrow. <laughs> yeah. So, sand steam, that would be the only part that you're missing in your extraction as far as espresso goes. Um, yeah, I guess that's true. I don't use, like, I just pour in right off the boiling water into the AeroPress. That's a bizarre exploration of so, espresso. Long answer, no, obviously AeroPress doesn't do espresso, but short answer. Doesn't do the espresso is. that a lot of people think is espresso. Right. But I like to encourage people to think about what they want out of their coffee. Right. Um, do you want an I espresso think, experience? Yeah. And does it require a barista behind a bar with a big machine? Yeah. But that's part of it too. I want my shot of coffee because I want to go say hi to people. Yeah. <laughs> like so my shot of espresso that I make by myself it doesn't quite feel the same sure. I'm by myself uh, before we sign off do we have any do we want to do any shout outs or uh, those of you listening <laughs> coffeeloversradio.com uh, check out our Patreon uh, we take shout outs from our Patreon fans and so a new element of that is if you uh, want to submit a question it could be a shout out or a yeah. question yeah, submit a question or a joke uh, or Joe. And it can be any question. Doesn't you should have just to be test the limits. Related. Doesn't have to be coffee related. Yeah. You could ask us, uh, how do you like to wash your jeans, for example? <laughs> Which, uh, not how do you like your wash your jeans. Do you wash your jeans? Do you wash your jeans? That's the question. Yeah. And, and Jake Paulson, one of the owners of uh, Anchorhead Coffee, Anchorhead Coffee right. does not wash his jeans. That's ever. Right. And we well, learned unless this. he spills something. He's adamant. If he spills something, he yeah. washes them. Oh, He's yes, adamant. Yes. If he spills yes. something, he washes them. Oh, okay. So two shout outs. Number one, our, <laughs> sis- our sister podcast, Coffee's Done. Or an Anchorhead podcast. So I was yep. on, on their show earlier this month. That's where that's from. We're going to link to that in the show notes. Um, I'm going to drop a hint because I can't name this new restaurant that's coming out. But they're going to have uh, chicken and quaffles. They are also serving Anchorhead <laughs> coffee. Oh, yeah, obviously. But. Actually, the, the restaurant might be open by the time this yeah. And we keep out. saying quaffle. Yeah. Uh, go back to our interview with those guys, Anchorhead uh, was that episode? Yeah, we'll link to 102 that. or something link like that. that. Yeah. Um, we get into the origin of the quaffle mm-hmm. in that episode and in that third crack as well. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, talk more about that in detail in this third crack. Otherwise, you can go listen to that episode to yeah. find out. Good, because I really want to know what quaffle is. Yeah, all right. Waffle, I know chicken quaffle. We're about to get into it. Yeah. Well, cheers, guys, for yeah. being here. Thank Andy. you so much. Yeah. Thanks for coming back Thank this you again, week. Andy. Thank you. Cheers, John. It's wonderful to see you again. Thank yeah. you. Thank Cheers you to John for being back on the show hey, after like four years. The real John. Yeah, the, the real, real John. John.
This has been Joseph and Jesse with Coffee Lovers Radio. Thank you for listening, and please subscribe to the show and sign up for the email newsletter. Visit coffeeloversradio.com. There you can listen to our shows, click through to our Patreon page to get expanded show notes and other fun stuff. Coffee Lovers Radio is a partnership between Extracted Magazine and Conduit Coffee. Visit coffeeloversradio.com, say hello, and listen to our after show, The The Third Third Crack. Crack!